0: Welcome to the premiere episode of the ROI Podcast. I'm Shane Simmons, and with me I have Associate Dean of Academic Programs for the Kelly School of Business on the IUPUI campus, Phil Powell. Hello, everyone. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about leadership and how to get the most out of a team. But before we do that, Phil, I think we should give a brief overview of what the ROI Podcast is really all about. You know, Shane,
1: ROI in the business world means return on investment. Our listeners right now are investing time. They could be doing something else. So we need to show value on the other side. Every episode is going to be about 10 to 12 minutes. Our goal is to give you actionable tips that you can apply immediately in your job that's going to make you a better manager and a better executive decision maker.
0: Well, this episode, Phil, is really fascinating to me because we're talking about a leader. And this is someone who can literally make or break a team. Exactly. So Shane, let me ask you something. When you think
1: of uh, one of the greatest teams out there or in the past couple decades, who do you think of?
0: I'm going to say, you know, you've got the 95, 96 Bulls, the 72 Dolphins, of course. And I'm even going to throw the Apollo 11 team out there.
1: Going retro on me here. And what did all of those teams have in common based on what you've observed? Great leaders. Exactly. And just as some teams accomplish amazing feats, others fall flat on their face. Kelly School of Business Professor of Management, Christopher Porter, has been researching this very topic.
2: I think in general, team leaders are folks who are willing to do anything they can to get out of the way of their teams and support them. That's Christopher Porter, Professor of Management
1: at the Kelly School of Business on the IUPUI campus. Christopher has his Ph.D. in Management from Michigan State, joined the Kelly School from Texas A&M, and he's Associate Editor for two leading journals in the Management Area. And he's focused his recent research on teams and the different types of leaders, which has been narrowed down to two types.
2: One is a learning focus where they focus on risk-taking and experimentation and mastery. Uh, the other is a more of a performance focus where they really sort of focus on the outcomes, as you said, um, this idea of demonstrating their competence and, and avoiding a show of poor performance.
0: Okay, Phil, so what would be an example of a more outcome-based leader compared to the learning-based leader? So, Shane, when we're talking about outcome-based leaders
1: in a business setting, these are your stereotypical leaders that focus strictly on results. When they're talking to their team members, they constantly remind them they need to meet the numbers. Hitting your metrics and accomplishing your goal, and a constant reminder of that in conversation is how an outcome-based leader conducts herself. And what about a learning-based leader? So Shane, here's how you understand a learning-based leader. So if I'm going to be a learning-based leader and I'm leading a sales team, my conversation with my team is not going to be about numbers. It's going to be a conversation about how they can experiment with new ways of talking to potential customers or new ways of structuring their calls and set some goals on how they experiment in the next round of calls. And then the next time I talk to them, we'll reflect back on what were the outcomes of some new ways of, of pitching the product.
0: But wouldn't a team, in order to be successful, still need to be you know hitting those numbers, hitting those metrics at the end of the day? That's the exact point, Shane. We think those are mutually exclusive, but they're
1: not. And that's the point that Christopher makes in his research.
2: One of the things we were attempting to do in our study... Uh, was to determine to what extent having a leader who was to sort of bring you back to a focus on learning might help complement teams that are already focused on performance.
1: Let's say you're leading a sales meeting and you're motivating your team to hit their numbers. Here's the question. Does Christopher's idea of bringing a more learning-based approach to this already goal-oriented team change how the team performs?
2: So our study focused on teams, and we had half of our teams that we assigned a learning goal to, the other half of the teams we assigned a performance goal to. And we were looking to see whether or not the leader's goal orientation would work in tandem with those goals to affect performance.
1: So, they had a goal-driven leader assigned to a team with a learning task, and a learning-based leader assigned to a team with a performance task.
2: And we found that if you're on a team that has a performance goal, and you had a learning-oriented leader, you actually perform better had higher levels of performance than teams that had performance goals who had performance-oriented leaders.
0: So teams whose leader didn't focus as much on performance while working on a goal-oriented task did better? Absolutely, yes.
1: Here's the insight. The less the leader focused solely on the final performance-oriented goal, the better the team performed.
0: So in a way, less is more.
1: That's what these findings show. And many people may look at this model as if you're taking your eye off the prize. And in some ways, being risky with this mindset. So we talked about risk and how that plays into all of this.
2: In terms of long-term sustainable performance, people have to take risks. We can't just continue to do the things that we know how to do and the things that we've already proven ourselves competent in doing. I think that's where a lot of cases, teams and organizations get themselves in trouble. So they have to be willing to push the envelope a little bit.
1: At the end of the day, for all of our listeners out there, Christopher says in order to be the best leader you can be, You've got to be able to split your focus between both performance and learning, both outcomes and process.
2: Well, as difficult as it is, I actually think that leaders should be able to maintain some focus on both learning and performance. Uh, But I do think that if you're going to make a choice between the two, leaders really need to focus on the learning aspects of, of, of goal pursuits. And I think that leaders oftentimes make the assumption that everybody's on the same page with them or they assume that everybody within their team is all thinking the same way in terms of what should be pursued, in terms of goals, I think that assumption should be challenged. I think it's a mistake to assume that everybody sees achievement situations the same way. And so leaders have to recognize that some of their employees are going to be focused on things like learning and mastery. Others are going to be focused on demonstrating their competence and trying to prove how good they are. I think recognizing that and having those kinds of conversations with employees is really important. But I think if you have to make a trade off, yeah, you certainly ought to be spending some time focusing on learning because overall, especially on complex tasks, people have to be able to learn and perform at the same time.
0: This version of the Kelly ROI podcast was produced in Indianapolis by Shane Simmons and Luke Cooley. We'd like to send a special thanks to Kelly School of Business faculty member Christopher Porter and, of course, my co-host, associate dean of the Kelly School of Business on the IUPUI campus, Phil Powell.
1: You can stream or download the ROI podcast through iTunes, Podbean, or our
0: website, hub.kelly.iupui.edu. And if you like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. And in our next episode, we'll be talking about how to deal with a bully in the workplace. We'll see you then.